When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I am a noted Boston sports hater, but I will forever be mad. That Business they- is booming. <laughs> 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 Fuck yeah, brother. Brother, brother. Uh, you guys. I don't my, have enough stonks memes. My pores have shrunk. <laughs> Signs. It's of, been a solid month of Boston. Signs of aging too. have been eliminated from my face. My hair is fancier. I, sh- I shouldn't say month of Boston. Uh, Boston hitting that would imply the Bruins made it further than they did. Ooh. I, yeah. If, if you are, if you are a person who thinks the NBA is rigged, the Eastern, <laughs> Conference, <laughs> Eastern Conference Finals hard, are, are, hard are, month. Are fucking masterwork. No, I think you're like, oh man, the writers are really getting into it this this year on Eastern Conference Finals. Look what the writers' strike does. We got Denver and Miami in the finals. This is just like when they made. This is just like when they made Jesse Plemons a murderer. So we, let's go with um, Colorado's tallest Serbian versus a team almost eliminated by the Hawks. Oh my God, this was written by AI. Written by AI or written by one of those little lottery ping pong ball hoppers. It's yeah. uh, Celtics are going to come back from 3-0 to force Game 7 at home. Is it close? No, man. They just nope. get fucking stopped. <laughs> sure isn't. Just, I think the writers Who played the really well? The guy they're going to give like $300 million next year? No, he was bad. <laughs> Did they finally decide that they should stop shooting terrible threes? Absolutely also, not. No. <laughs> Keep them coming. Oh, I love our NBA podcast. Does their entire city have as much dog as Jimmy Butler's <laughs> thumb toe? No, afraid not. <laughs> I like that they chose one of the markets involved in this. I and this is my least favorite form of dialogue, which is the oh, what about the ratings? What about the markets? Well, okay, here's what here's what's about them. <laughs> Miami, they're like, yeah, Miami's not a great TV town. No, everyone's going to be watching the game. It's just that nobody's <laughs> nobody in that town's like, yeah, you're not going to measure what I watch on my screen. That's not happening. Right, right. This is a town where nothing shall be measured properly. There will be no data. I'm wa- I'm watching this on the TV in my exhibit-built car, so you can't track it. <laughs> I got my phone, and that's screaming in my cousin's fridge, and we're all surrounding it, and it's pretty dope. It's a good scene. This is a different rapper, though. It's not exhibit. It's like right. John Cena's cousin. Correct. I love the, the giant TV market of fucking Boston. You're not big, Boston. You're not big. You're just loud. You think you're big. You get a lot of fucking attention. That's but you're not, not the big. same thing. <laughs> Listen, if podcasts were ratings, <laughs> that's mm. true. Listen, not this one. Easy. Boston free listenership. Shout out to our eight Boston listeners. It's time. Yeah. It's it's time for America to lock into an NBA Finals where. Jokic just shoves his big ass into Miami defenders and uses his <laughs> incredible jump shot. Dude, it's 
like watching a horse play basketball. <laughs> That's why it's called horse. But a horse is so good. He's a a horse who loves horses, no less. <laughs> yeah. He does. Canonically loves them. Oh, man. A like, slam dunk. Oh, my God. You guys, <laughs> you guys this, we've been this, waiting for this. This He's, finals is just going to be Jimmy Butler punching Jokic, and he doesn't care. He's Jokic. the horse girl successor to Genghis Khan. It's, it's been right there. <laughs> I to Genghis Genghis had Serbia right uh, at one point. You know, I'm not going to say that at one point Genghis didn't have anything. If you were like, yeah, Genghis had Cleveland, I'm like, yeah, absolutely. Genghis Khan owned Cleveland. The Shutdown Full Cast. You are listening to the internet's only college football podcast. I am Spencer Hall. I am joined, as always, by Ryan Nanny, Jason Kirk, Hi. Holly Anderson, and on the Ciao. one Hi. Michael Ray Serber. So, I have a question for you. Oh, Has there ever been a bet? the ha- Italian bear that is potentially going to be freed from bear prison i really appreciate your they put smoky in the pokey it's a a yes or no question it's a yes or no question is it about that italian bear or not no but it is now ryan i would love to talk about the italian bear that's getting out of bear jail so if if i have all the facts right there was a bear (laughs) Who who um attacked a jogger in northern Italy in April. Jogger died, and they captured what they suspected was... Uh, the, the jogger was in the woods where bears live. Just, this wasn't just like, oh no, this bear is out like roaming the streets of Venice or some shit. That would be interesting as well. Um, they captured this bear, but then uh, a local administrative court gave this bear, whose name is JJ4, mm-hmm. like hmm. it's a robot, like it's a Star Wars robot, Okay, gave it a stay of execution because there has been an argument that they have the wrong bear. Wow. That, JJ3? that like, the bike, the bite marks or something are inconsistent with the, with this kind of, with this kind of bear. That it, that this, I think this bear is female, and they're like, no, this... These bite marks would be from a male, so there's like a whole fucking CSI situation going on. With a brown are they going to produce a body from the body farm and have the accused bite it? Um, they should. I guess the answer is, of course, they're not because they don't have our resources. Maybe but. they should have a volunteer, like the corpse. This is against the law; we cannot do that. But maybe Giuseppe, you could let him nibble the leg. Um, but I, I have this was I, I last saw an update on this in May, in early May, and I haven't heard anything. So maybe just like the Italian bear court moves slow. The heck you say? 
Because because otherwise, hibernating like, animal in an Italian court, like it's taking its sweet fucking time. Do you think there's bear? Do you think there's an Italian bear prison, or do you think Italy's just like ah, put the bear in a regular prison cell? How slow is a bear that smokes? Is that what the Coliseum's <laughs> for? Is that where they store the bears these That's, days? I think oh. that is what it's for. Yeah, that's right. Well, yeah. I, I know where the bear lives when it's not in jail with its parents. That's one hundred percent guaranteed. It's tradition. It's tradition. What? Why don't you be close to family? Find a nice girl. She's a nice lady. <laughs> yeah, you find a nice bear lady. Learn staying at home, learning the noodle recipe. Two things this bear loves: family, racist chance at soccer games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can't get enough of them. Racist against polar bears, I guess. He can't even really say them, but he feels them. You could yeah, see it. Yeah, right, right. I, I think if they've, if they've framed the bear, right, what kind of compensation do you provide to the bear once it winds its 15 to 16-year path through I mean, the Italian I mean, it's already getting system? a pension, right? It's going to sure. get a pension. It's, From its yeah. factory It's going to get more vacation time than you've ever gotten. Yeah, this this bear was a, a railroad employee for 17 years. JJ oh, Ford. Jesus. You didn't say it was a railroad. <laughs> this is a railroad bear. You cannot fire his sons. The Italian railroad. <laughs> it's a small country. The what is it? what else is there to do? Bear. You don't need more railroads. You got enough. They're, they're so good, too. <laughs> I'm sure they're, they're famously efficient and on time. <laughs> we have, we have no room to talk. I'm not going to talk. Listen, you can get a decent cup of coffee and only be 45 minutes late on an Italian train. We don't that have trains. Our, that beats our That's ass. True. That's true. We don't have any trains at all. So. We don't Wait. have. Do we have bear court? We don't listen. I all mean, of the Gatlinburg things. has police. Yeah. So. <laughs> all of Probably? the things. Yeah. I tried this bear in the street. <laughs> Judge Judge Catfish, if you'd like to weigh in. <laughs> Please contact us. Hold on. Let me arrange this tea time. Judge Catfish's this game. Short game's been good this week. Um, Throw your pistol. Draw, damn it. <laughs> Ryan, do you remember your Judge Catfish voice? Because it was I like don't. three seconds long, but it was absolutely mented. I wish I did. I don't. It was like, how do you plead? <laughs> we can talk, like, all the things Italy's beating our ass at. They've got Bear Court. That's a short list. They've got, yeah, oh, I, think, I think we've said them all. Handsome, handsome police. Hands oh. oh no wait is it which one Spain. is it Spain okay never that Spain okay I mean Italy too just, sure we'll give them no that but one there's too. one there's one country that it was like the hot cops yeah it, like, was distractingly Spain was handsome police it, Italy cops. is on the list that's fine um, yeah um, they beat our ass in terms of uh, being about it as soccer fans for better or worse you go hey they're about it they they sing a lot and they uh, they they carry flares to games. What are they singing? Well, that's the part where they don't have us because right. you don't want to know what they're singing. You're like, wow, they're really into this. What are they saying? And you're like, oh no no no. All no. the flesh slipped off my yeah. skull. You don't want to know. Um, I think that's a wash. Like we care about uh, more about more sports than they do. They just put all their care into one sport. So mm. I could buy that. We're more diversified in terms of our care. In lots um, of ways, yes. Yeah, they have uh, Italy has better food. I think we can agree on that. Ryan, you've been, uh, you've then been why there. They import our Pizza Hut or Domino's or whichever it was. That's true. And then they had it's, to reject I think it it's because worse. it was too it was good. They were like, this will, ruin, this will ruin the Italian food ecosystem. We, we Children can't. cannot be exposed to this. <laughs> they will disregard the old ways. Signore, I'm eating six, seven dinners a month. <laughs> Domino's. She ruined me. <laughs> 
the, the, I thought I thought he was Little Caesars. It turns out in stature he's dominating my life. <laughs> it is both hot and ready. That's, that's if we it. really want to fuck with Italy. I think we just got to send Totino's over there. Not even restaurant pizza. Just what, we, like, we, what have we said about chemical warfare and the Geneva Accords? Just Brother, like, how do you say 99 cents a pop in, in, Italian? <laughs> in Italian? We eat this. I heard y'all like parties. <laughs> just send a video of ourselves actually eating those. <laughs> they look so happy. They're sitting on their there couch. There are starving children in America eating Totino's. So we Finish send your supper. School cafeteria pizza plank. Like, yeah. Oh, boy. The the, the Stouffer's plank? Yeah. yeah. I'll eat those. Yeah. Cry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Can't stop me. <laughs> Just Italy, I can't help ghost. but notice that your pizza place is open and closed, but did you know that when pizza's on a bagel, you can eat pizza <laughs> any time? <laughs> Checkmate, Italy. <laughs> Just going back in time to tell Julius Caesar, yes, yeah, so there's a restaurant named after you. What an honor. It's everywhere. It's known for the cheapest Everyone knows your name. Hand a bagel bite to an Italian. They're like, all right, this isn't bad. What's the crust? And you're like, it's Jewish bread. They're like, what? Whoa! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. So you're saying they've diminutized me. Yes, So you're you're saying bagel bites are the two-state solution. (laughs) Mamma mia made pizza rolls. Answer the question. Anyway, free JJ4. Barry did nothing wrong. That's JJ Quattro. JJ Quattro. And give him some Stevie B's. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, they just, as compensation, they're just going to hand him a dumpster. They'll be like, no, no, hand him him an American dumpster. (laughs) Give give the bear one one of those, like, big bottles of wine. Like the what? Are, what are the biggest ones called? The like, Jeroboam. Jeroboam. Yeah, yeah, give him a Jeroboam. A Jeroboam of, of Chianti with like the wicker around it. That might it be the bear's just, full name. Just be like <laughs> Jeroboam Jesus the Fourth. Jeroboam was jail bear. <laughs> That's what it stands for. Jail Jeroboam Quattro. It'll say the bear will be like. What's the four my, for? The number of times I cut that jogger. Oh shit. Is it Baraboam or Jerobarum? <laughs> yes. Yes. Thank you. Yes is the answer there. So, okay, okay. but you didn't want to talk about the Italian jogging bear uh, wrongfully no, accused. No, that's, that's okay. not, that's that's not, not on the list for today. We would okay, never want to talk about that. I apologize. Yeah. No. Uh, the, uh, the biggest is the Melchizedek. Go on. The biggest wine bottle. Go ahead. How big the is Melchizedek? that? How many mLs? How big uh, is that compared three, to three, a uh, It's uh, 3,000. Uh, it's, it breaks the chart here. I guess it's ten thousand. Okay. okay. Let me. Let it's me way see. bigger than Methuselah. Let me see this here wine bottle. That's the only other one. <laughs> Jesus <I> Christ! <laughs> <laughs> now, he's that's a little like, bit late. He's like a little a bit pre-teen. later. That's a preteen of wine. I'm gonna call that one the right Thompson. <laughs> <laughs> what does it have a stupid fucking hat on? <laughs> we could put. It's big enough. You could put a hat on it. That's what I was saying. Like you could actually put like a decent sized fedora on the bitch. Put a pork Put a pork pie on the dinner table. <laughs> this is oh my god. This is a this is not a wine bottle. This is a friend. 
This is, <laughs> this is a companion, yeah, a companion in the companion. Victorian ladies. This is this is accompanying Daisy Miller's grandmother to the Coliseum this, to sketch. Here's my R2-D2 of wine. <laughs> <laughs> it's got me rolling around on the floor, sticking my finger in light sockets and shit, cussing at a tall gold. <laughs> <laughs> got me puking up weapons. <laughs> Why did we make a droid that only oh. runs on rot gut wine? I threw up Dagobah water for like two days. <laughs> it's got me fighting a weird frog who knows karate. I beat myself up in a cave. <laughs> what do you mean? It's got, it's got me like strapped to the side of a starship with no protection whatsoever. That's, you ever think about that? They just slap a droid on the back yeah, of like that the, Mitt Romney's dog. They just my friend stuffed me inside a de- my friend stuffed me inside a dead llama. Yeah, what do we do? It was June. Warm it, wasn't even, it wasn't even cold. It was June. Look I'll sleep it off. He is the dog. That's a group. That's it. That's, what is your contribution to the Star Wars universe? Yeah, I wrote the droid that runs on wine. It was <laughs> short-lived, wildly popular. Among three people. I wanted to talk about the haters' economy and about hating. Because I... Last night, the Celtics lost. And, yeah. <laughs> and I don't really have, like, a consistent... I'm a situational hater, okay? Because the situation, to me, dictates the proper level of hate. But last night, last night, in terms of the script, it was impossible not... To feel the power flowing from your fingers when you consider what actually happened in this series. Because three games down, they come back and tie it 3-3. A franchise with some of the... Worst isn't even... like I don't want to use a term like that. Like Fans who Unlikely just... Unlikely is... Unli- just not... Not, not unlikable. Not unlikable. Just... All, um, well, shit. Chalk and cheese. Just not... Not you know my people, at all. Just doesn't feel like it. Just the not Celtics people. specifically. Yeah, Celtics yeah. fans. Okay, Celtics fans. Okay. Right, like they are. They are a weird. Like I want to get this very right. I don't think Celtics fans are the same as Lakers fans because Celtics fans are occasionally actually from Boston. Whereas Lakers fans, who knows? Who knows? There are end tables that are Lakers big, fans. Big Foss is a Lakers fan. Big Foss, who grew up in Macon, Georgia. And is UGA through and through, and is a massive Lakers fan. And you're just like, how did that happen? And I don't know. I pretty much know how you became a Boston Celtics fan, right? You might actually be from Boston. Probability is real high. Um, not super pleasant to be around in terms of social media or actual presence, right? Just not, especially because they are. <clears throat> as Lakers fan George Foster pointed out on Twitter this morning, a franchise that in many ways is um, not too different than the New York Knicks over the past 30 years. A horrifying thought, but one that does not have its, uh, one that doesn't lack its accuracies. Like there are correlations there. Yeah. Are you you saying that is part of the reason they're so unpleasant to be around is they um, feel they deserve to be the thing that the Celtics were long, long, long ago. There might be some entitlement there, you know, and I think also their high-profile celebrity fans have not necessarily done them uh, any favors in terms of overall presence, <laughs> in terms of who are we rooting against. For instance, 
Texas, it's kind of fun to make it's kind of fun to make fun of you and hate on you a little bit because I know Matthew McConaughey's right there with an inspirational speech, right? Just beating on a bongo, going turnovers, adversity, the all new Lincoln turnover, the all new Lincoln turnover. Yeah, it's back, Lincoln. It's the car that only flips. <laughs> See that bull in the road? I'm gonna run into it. Not it's anymore. Destroy this car. The bull's all not there. It. Yeah, the bull's not there. Um, but Texas, like, you know, their high profile fans have not exactly, uh, helped in terms of making them not an easy target, but that's nothing compared to what Boston has in many respects. And they, uh, do believe that they are still a great franchise and it's always way easier to hate on those people because there is a little bit of entitlement there. Like, you know, Hey, kiss the ring. What ring has, has, (laughs) yeah, like the Miami Heat have been a more successful franchise over the past 20 years. Which is the like long-term thing that you could say with this is to go, yeah, you shouldn't be surprised. The Heat win more often than you do. Yeah. You well, it, they exist in a weird, like, and until Foss brought this up, I forgot that, like, oh, yeah, there is a weird thing where, like, they have sort of just gotten caught up in the run the Patriots had, the run the Red Sox had, where it's just like, Boston just went in titles, and it's like, yeah, I guess that's true. How many Celtics titles is that in that group? It's just the one. Just the one. Just the one. Just the one that was so shocking. Uh, the most famous quote about it is, anything is possible. Yes. Yeah. Even the Celtics winning a title, if yeah. you use your imagination, is conceivable. I mean, it was. There's also a weird thing with that Celtics team where, like, Everyone who has spun off of it either is, like, devoid of... Like, nobody is like, oh, Kevin Garnett, classic Celtic. Like, Kevin KG is just KG. I don't think anybody, like, really has any big attachment to him. Ray Allen moved on and went and played for the Heat. Um, Paul, Paul, Paul Pierce people, mostly... People sp- like, Paul, Pierce is, Paul Pierce is, like, nobody's like... Yeah, man, that's 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 legend, Paul Pierce. They're like, no. that's the guy who got fired on Instagram, Paul that's, Pierce. That, it's either that's the guy who got fired on Instagram, or, that's the guy who pooped his pants, yeah. <laughs> or, or or that's the guy who was it. Jalen Rose was like, let me on television give you the detailed explanation about why you are not nearly as good as Scottie Pippen or whoever it was. <laughs> yeah, like you can't let a man down. with that haircut talk to you like that. On the tier of celebrity, he got Daffy Ducked. He's right, the guy who's right. always like, I belong on the marquee. And then the coach was Doc Rivers, who has just like <laughs> infuriated four different fan bases at this point. Yeah, what a legacy. Like there is no, there is nobody from that Celtics run that, like KG is probably the most popular and well-liked person, but it's not in any way like, oh yeah, because he was a Celtic. Yeah, like, well, it's, I it's mean. It's irrelevant. I would assume, like, I feel like I've seen some reference to him um, having a bit more kinship with Minnesota than with Boston, even you know, despite leaving and all that. I mean, that, like to this day, even even the way in which he left was basically Minnesota being like, "This sucks here, and we would yeah. like like we we want you to have um, have greater possibilities in your career." Yeah, that Minnesota, who of course also did that with current. NBA Finals participant and Eastern Conference MVP Jimmy Butler in a very different way of manner but of leaving. Who, who hasn't gotten rid of Jimmy Butler and insisted that Jimmy Butler <laughs> was the problem, frankly? 
<laughs> you saw that clip of him just with a wine glass in hand and this really loud floral print shirt on going, it's Jimmy Butler Day, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> how, how would the hater of you have felt if Boston had won game seven? I would immediately roll it over to Denver because this is what a hater does. I'll you wouldn't. You, you wouldn't. You wouldn't have. Would you have enjoyed any of the haterness of Miami blowing a three zero lead? I think you I, still have this. You still have this. You have. Look at what Boston had to do to beat an eight correct. seed. Correct. Correct. That's that's. <laughs> what and we're, now they're going to get stomped anyway. Okay. That, that's that's where you're at. Is you say, if they had pulled it off, hater one hundred and one, you would have immediately gone. Well, look at what you had to do, and now. You have to fight uh, Ruffles, the magical basketball horse, right? <laughs> now, now, you, now you have to go and combat the Serbian Clydesdale, and you're gonna get fucking, you're gonna get fucking waxed. You did you're all gonna, that just to face a fucking Minotaur on who had two weeks rest, right? You had to go. You, you universally out, beloved. It took you seven games to put down Eric Spolstra's cast a football manager i found you in iceland power <laughs> forwards you know like like eric spolster does this like the heat just do this thing where they just go through the garbage pile and they're like that's a perfectly good flat screen you could get that working again <laughs> they, and they beat your ass with it the heat are every big 10 west team who thinks they're gonna make a national title run except right. it works right, right. we right. got one five star and a million two stars <laughs> We're good to go. They're they're very Wisconsin in that respect. Of like, what are you gonna do? I, don't know, it's just I was good. just thinking this reminded me of Melvin Gordon. Yeah, what are we gonna do? I just run our play, just hit you in the face. <laughs> Although he, he did have a line. Melvin Gordon had a line, so I guess I what, shouldn't. What are you gonna do? Toughness. <laughs> apply yeah. toughness. What are you gonna do? Apply more do toughness. You have anything to say tougher. to us that isn't an adverb? <laughs> Who's gonna beat your ass? A guy named Duncan who played at Exeter is gonna fucking tear you a new one. Caleb gonna, Martin who went to Nevada. Duncan Duncan Robinson had a, a blocked a, uh, somebody's three, right? Yeah, I think he bought Jalen Brown. I yeah. Caleb Martin was Oberlin. cut by the fucking Hornets. Yeah. I did not know that Oberlin <laughs> was an NBA. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that's all Eric's bolster is just over here being like, hey, listen, this kitchen runs on margins. You get that out of the trash, we're putting it in an entree. The the biggest winner of this series is Bam Adebayo, who doesn't have to live with Hey, Al Horford fucking stuffed you at the rim at game six <laughs> as game, you now, blew this series. No, game six never happened. Game six didn't no. I don't remember that shit at all. Game six is not important. No. I do love that, too, because the the one guy on the Celtics who I really like is Derek White. Like, uh, Derek White's awesome, and uh, he got to do the thing that was cool, and then they lost anyway. It's a perfect world for me right now in terms of uh, in terms of potential hateration. But I didn't have to do the rollover into mm -hmm. the Nuggets where you're like, well, look what you had to do to struggle to get here, and now you're going to get destroyed by Nikola Jokic. No, now, now it's all free now. I don't have to hate anything. Also, so now you can both appreciate um, the, uh, the Denver Clydesdale while also refusing to give the Nuggets any credit for winning. You beat an eight seed. Oh, yeah, I, nothing. I also appreciate that we are doing the um, – this is the first play-in team to make the finals or whatever, ignoring that. Yes. Like, yeah. Fucking 
fucking lost to the Hawks. Yeah, and like first play-in team feels insane because like you could have the the play-in could have been around for fifty years and they'd still be the first play-in team to do right, this. Right, like, right, right. I'm sorry. Is this now, by the way, NBA shadow champions, the Atlanta Hawks, if the Heat win? Yes, I, that is I, I said a few weeks ago we, we need to hang correct. a fucking banner. Hang up. Eastern hey. Conference um, transitive champions. I mean, damn, put something up there. There's got to be something up <laughs> there. There's a lot of empty the, wall. The fucking widespread panic attendance record <laughs> and the uh, LEED certified green stadium banner from. <laughs> That's it. That's all we got. Hey, go ahead, put it up there. <laughs> Jimmy Butler's daddies. Just put it right up there. And, and the Heat were losing to the Bulls in the last game that they played in the play-in tournament. <laughs> yeah. With, like, four minutes to play. And just, like, got hot late and 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 managed to pull it out. But, like, the team that almost lost to the fucking Bulls is in the I finals. Mean- do you think there are multiple Bulls fans who are like, it could have been us? Yes. Yes. A hundred percent. There we are. Could, yes. We are. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I mean, looking at the Eastern Conference, it's like, sure, why not? Yep. <laughs> you know what, man? If Okay, so I, I'm guessing you became a Bulls fan uh, in your childhood. Is that correct, Serber? Oh, yeah, absolutely. 19, Probably around 1997. No, well, I mean, I was born in 1989. Like, I only knew Michael Jordan as the coolest motherfucker to ever walk there. It, w- it would was... be much funnier if Server was like, no, in the last four years, the gritty <laughs> yeah. bad Bulls teams have really... I, I, if you were will... like, Tom Thibodeau, man, there's just something about <laughs> Hang that. Hang on. <laughs> no, I will say, I will say, like, I was naturally a Bulls fan because of that, just liking Michael Jordan being from the Carolinas, so taking pride in the fact uh, that he was, yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't really watch any NBA basketball for a very long time. I was much more into college basketball. But then, like, when Derrick Rose got to the Bulls, I did very much get back into it and was like, no, this is my squad. I do like this team. I have always played with them on the games, but they only had Elton Brand and they sucked. Yeah. So this this <laughs> this does rule. Um, yeah. And I did taste that bit of success. They won 62 games one year. Yeah. But, yeah, like, so to a certain extent, but. Almost all Bulls fans are like me, Bulls fans, because like Cowboys fans, right? Like, yeah, they won. Yeah. They won a bunch at one yeah. time. Yeah. They won stuff, and I like winning, so yeah. that's why I root for that team. It's I can fun to feel good. Yeah, it's it's fine. Like I think that's when you pick an like if you pick an EPL team, you eventually decide, do I want to root for the team that's like, oh, they've been relegated to the fourth. They've been relegated to the Nando's division. They're they're now four tiers down. <laughs> Because that's that's happened, you know. You're like maybe I'll root for Blackpool, and then you watch a Blackpool game, and you go, "I'm not gonna root for Blackpool. This is not a good Speak idea." For yourself, but I get that. I, I mean, I like you, you want to be happy. Like I don't know why people are Lakers fans other than winning. Like it just seems like a very very weird thing to be. So that as soon as the season ends, you can fire out all the jersey photoshops you've prepared of every free agent and not even a free agent. <laughs> Good. Yeah, it's basically being a Lakers fan in the offseason is basically like getting your associates in graphic design. The a Lakers fan's offseason is like now the fun begins. <laughs> but you're also if you're a Lakers fan, just from a math perspective, you're like, all right, we will probably win one title a decade. Probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that that's just how it will work. Yeah. Like that's not the worst thing to sign up for. It's not. You get to use Photoshop a lot. 
I'm sure there's Lakers fans out there currently putting Victor Wembenyama in a Lakers jersey, even though he's not Somehow. going to the Lakers. Just like, make it happen, Polinka. Make it happen. Make it happen, LeBron. Yeah. Come on, LeBron. I know that I know that he's going to San Antonio, but what if you just talk to him? Yeah. What if he did? We tried <laughs> we trade Anthony Davis <laughs> and a shitload of our tacos, which are much better than Texas's tacos. Ooh, damn. Uh oh, you gotta do it. Yeah. <laughs> That's got to be the Taco Cup, that rivalry right there. Yeah, that is, by the way, an argument to be made by a Lakers fan who lives in, like, um, like North Dakota. They're like, yeah, our tacos are much our better. Whose? Yeah. Whose? Of course, of course, Wimby wants to come here to Hollywood, says the person in North Dakota. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 You know, Lake Show. Lake, Lake Show. show. <laughs> I think Lake it's Tonka. <laughs> 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 Listen, that's where the name originated from, all right? Yeah, like, I, as I, in the great ones? From the that's, ancestral, I'm an OG. From the ancestral <laughs> homeland. <laughs> Please, God, if I just if we could get the real OG Lakers fans who's like George Mike and baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shot clock ruined the game. <laughs> that it's part a, is true. It's a game of possessions. Yeah, that part is true. <laughs> it's a chess match. <laughs> where you only have rooks. Rooks. <laughs> <laughs> Long Cutting straight is for lines. Cheaters. Yeah. <laughs> Chess was ruined when they introduced the knight. What's with all this? I'm here and I'm there. Shit. The knight is the pick and roll of chess. I hate it. <laughs> I only like basketball played by confused alligators. <laughs> why, why is everyone running sideways? I can't. Sport has too much athleticism. Nobody needs to see all that. Um, but, but they did lose, and they lost in like a fashion that I could not have scripted better because they did not lose by two points. They did not lose by six. <laughs> they lost by many points. It was not valorous. It was It was mm-hmm. not... Uh, they did not leave on their shields. They did not collapse after two quarters. They did not collapse after three quarters. It was done. They came out <laughs> and it was fried. That bitch was, that bitch was done. It was well done. It was torched from the go. It was never really like, ooh, maybe they'll get into this. Nope. Nope. Just Brick City. All day long. Couldn't have scripted it better. Like nothing, nothing could have gone better than that game in terms of how badly it went for them in terms of the hater economy, right? I believe um, with the, uh, the, the, the greatest, most passionate, most knowledgeable fan base in all of sports, the hallowed arena in which they play all the history and the ghosts, I believe they lost three home games in this series. <laughs> they lost it at home. <laughs> like I, I mean, it's a bad to... sports town, as everyone knows. <laughs> I, I did see like five people stand up and clap for them afterwards, and I was like, I don't know if I would have had the strength. <laughs> it's like a couple of court sides who are like, yeah, good, that's our team, we should clap for them. And I think that's what you should do if you're a good person. Man, I don't know if I have the strength. Like, Jason, you've watched your team commit with another Boston sports franchise. The gold standard for the worst. Would you have, if you had been at the Super Bowl, stood up and clapped for them? <laughs> uh, I was not able to stand, so no. <laughs> My thing is, this this Boston meltdown happened after a far worse one just a few weeks ago when the greatest regular season team in the history of hockey lost to a create a team called the Florida Panthers. <laughs> That's fucking incredible. <laughs> Not the fakest sounding team in all the pros bars beat a, pa- a Panthers team who, the best hockey team ever. Who also barely made the fucking playoffs. Yes. 
<laughs> by doing the exact same shit, what do we do? God. Hard. <laughs> Hard. So, all right. so if we get Heat win the finals, Panthers win the cup, Ron DeSantis is winning the presidency, right? Like mm, that's pretty what much. This all... Yeah. Okay. Cool. The Canes are right. going four and eight. Yep. Yep. All right. Yeah. In that, in that, by these rules, you have to look like a total loser before you win. And that man is completing the first part of the step. Dude he's a, powering up. He's, that dude has got just barrels of loser He's getting shelled juice. by the Hawks right now. Yeah, he's getting shellacked. Everybody on the message board is just like, I don't know who we need to trade for. I don't know what we need to do. You know. Do we, do we oh. need Roger Stone at small? At the, the, the two? Do we, what do we need? Nah, he'll wear his fucking hat. Yeah, he'll put on. He he'll have a dumb hat. His top hat on the on the court. Or his Urban Meyer sunglasses. Mm. Yeah, I. This is this leads to my what I wanted to talk about today, which is like all that was intro. That that was all set up. Well, I mean, this is this is uh, part of explanation of the Imagine, message. Imagine, listener, like, that this is a Star Wars film, and everything you've seen before this is just the sex scroll. <laughs> and now we pan down to our first planet hey, of this yes, episode. The war. Scroll, 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 scroll. Comes the Star Destroyer. Scroll, scroll. 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 This is a big, and only now are we looking in at a giant spaceship descending on a planet. You're like, swi- you're like swiping through the scroll. The orchestra paused to take a piss break in the middle of the scroll. You're like, this is still better than Attack of the Clones. Laura Mipson. <laughs> <laughs> Paragraphs yeah. at a time. Well, I'm yeah. sorry, Spencer. What, what did you the, want to talk worst? about today? Which is the worst in the prequel, one or two? Uh, two. Two. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, it's probably two. Two's worse. I think two is the worst, but one is the most uh, upsetting. What, well, yeah, because that's when you knew, oh, no, these aren't going to be good. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. Maybe it's like wasting the, the like the new cool villain and like two is just bad. I don't know. You like, get to see him cut in half. That shows pretty dope and in he retrospect. Does come back. He does come back despite being halved pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. He's the, he's the heat. He's the heat. Really. <laughs> that's true. He's red and black and everything. Yeah. <laughs> It also continues my favorite running gag in all of Star Wars, which is Obi Wan Kenobi, the man of peace, mutilating people horribly. <laughs> yeah, it's like I oh, it's just uncivilized to fight, and I don't want that. And he's like taking limbs, cutting people in half, maiming people for life, absolutely destroying people's like bodies. Yeah, that's. I also yeah. can't remember most of what happens in two, but with at least at least with one, I can be like pod racing. That's what's in one is pod racing. It inspired racing. the Nintendo 64 pod racing game. That's for right. that, for that alone, it is pardoned. Yeah, I'm a, and I, I think the third one is actually okay. The third one's the, good. Third one's got some heat. Third one's literally, got some heat. yeah. The third one's yeah. good. Because because if you go through all of the steps, the incoherent steps of people with really uh, inscrutable motivations and really really stupid plots, because there's like 23 different points where you go, if someone just talked to this person, this would be done. Don't y'all have cell phones? Like this would be over. Um, but then when you get to like the actual fight, you're like, okay, the fight's pretty good. All the all the fighty fighty is pretty good. Also, uh, Anakin like walks in, and you're like, oh my gosh, the series is so candy ass. And you're like, no, he just killed a bunch of toddlers. Yeah, yeah. Like they were like, yeah, we heard you shit talking. Candy yeah. ass franchise. No way. We're the ones who are going to actually be like, Anakin won't kill the kids. Yeah, no, he's he's gonna kill all the kids. Is this what you wanted to talk about? It is. I really wanted to get straight to that. 
I wanted to talk about Italian bears, and I wanted to talk about Anakin. I wonder how long we can delay the. Uh, God, if Anakin had gotten waxed by one of those four-year-olds, like yeah, if, Anakin had if just one of gotten, those kids was the one, if one of those kids had just been like, "No, not today, not today, motherfucker." Not even, not even like Jedi wax, just like got him right in the kidney. <laughs> like if 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 they move really quickly and it's like three of them got an ankle, yeah, you know, yeah, and and he, yeah, they yeah. could have they could have incapacitated him. I think, yeah, if he'd been Not distracted, them. if he'd been distracted momentarily, like, oh, are you playing Roblox? Shit, he's allergic, to, he's allergic to bees, and then it's just like, yeah. <laughs> fuck, yeah, like the one thing a Jedi can't stand is being bitten. Mm-hmm. Right, mm. some three-year-old clamped down on him like a pit bull. Not even the force can deal with biting. <laughs> um, I, I wanted, I wanted to just lift the hood a little bit on, like, you know, confessions of hater dumb personally, you know, in the sports world. Wait, are we starting now? What's so happening? No, no so we've been, we've been talking about it. like Boston. Oh, won. we have started. Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. Okay, like Boston, Boston to me is definitely one of the consistent ones where you go, who do you like lo- to see lose? And like, it fills you with a real joy. I don't want to diminish that. It's real joy. Like last night I was like, I'm so thrilled. I'm so happy because you can't be happy for your team all the time because most of the time your team does not win. That is just the necessity of things. So how do you find that's just joy? Math. Most of the time everyone's team loses. Yeah, that's just, just <laughs> yeah. We're here for real talk here on the full cast. Welcome to modern capitalism. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. It's a zero sum game, and only one team wins. It, but it, it sounds beyond zero. It sounds worse than zero. Negative sum. sum. <laughs> Welcome to sports. Here's your here's your pass to Monday Raw and a copy of the Communist Manifesto. Um. Have you ever heard the legend of Good Game Tim? He was a boy during the Great Depression, and to make money, he'd travel to cities and towns with a simple offer. For a dollar, you could challenge him to any game you chose. And if you won, he'd give you $20. Now, Tim could make such an enticing offer because this kid was an absolute whiz at games of all sorts. It could be a child's game like Hopscotch or Hide and Seek, or it could be an adult game like Poker or Backgammon. Tim would always walk away victorious. And they called him Good Game Tim, not just because he was so successful, but because he was a real sportsman about it. Tim never gloated, even as he won game after game after game. But one day, the rich owner of a local concert hall took Tim to his venue and challenged him to a new contest. My boy, he bellowed, I'll bet you can't pick the cheapest seat in this fine hall. And true enough, Tim was stumped. How was a child supposed to take the guesswork out of buying tickets or guarantee the lowest price to an event? Tim handed the concert hall owner $20 and disappeared for decades. Until he re-emerged triumphantly as an app and website, GameTime.co. Now, Tim, who accidentally added an E to his name when registering, can offer you last-minute ticket deals to NBA playoff games, baseball, concerts, and more. GameTime offers you last-minute deals where you can save up to 60%, and he provides you with panoramic views from your seat in the app before you buy. So take the guesswork out of buying NBA tickets with GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code FULLCAST for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply, and again, create an account and redeem code F-U-L-L-C-A-S-T for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. But I wanted to like, Boston for me is like, like to confess the playbook, you go like, well, who, 
who do you hate and who makes you happiest and and admit that it makes you happy i will confess it makes me really happy when certain teams lose all the time and sometimes teams that i don't even necessarily hate if you lose in a particularly disastrous way and you're an otherwise you know milquetoast franchise i'm gonna think that's funny every single time and i will get the mel brooks quote right because it needs proper tribute and because as holly pointed out when we were talking about this uh he writes in cadence all right but the definition of comedy right i will find it here i was gonna say is he gonna fuck it up right nope nope i'm going to read it straight (laughs) off the fucking screen ryan (laughs) tragedy is when i cut my finger comedy is when you fall into an open sewer and die that's which is why you watch sports I maintain it's like way more people are like, no, no, no. You watch sports for positive reasons. I'm like, ah, I might be positive about it. That doesn't mean what happened was positive. It positive is, it feelings, is, yeah. It is, it is, You're there happy. are multiple, there yeah. are lots of reasons to watch sports, but it is one of the more, uh, well, it has been one of the more socially acceptable places where you can be an unrepentant hater. I shouldn't say that. You're cheerful. It's a lift. It's a, like, you know, it's definitely it definitely like it'll brighten a day you know like for about two hours last night after the celtics lost i was pretty geeked i was pretty happy (laughs) i was like no this made my day better i'm happy now just thinking about it yeah a little bit if i am watching college football there are certain moments in certain teams where you know if they lose it's a pretty good day like i don't even hate alabama but if they lose that's funny that's funny as hell. If Georgia loses, whenever that happens again, um, which doesn't seem to be a thing that happens very often, but when they lose again, oh, it's going to be hilarious. I think my favorite, even more than um, <clears throat> Alabama, which when they lose, of course, it's an apocalyptic event, but Bama fans, like, by and large, they get very internal about it. What ha- yeah. We have sinned, right? We, what, what can we do to ensure we never feel this bad ever again? When Ohio State fans lose, they take it out on the rest of the world, which is far more entertaining. <laughs> Everyone is against us. Um, the Big Ten is conspiring against its biggest property. Uh, ESPN is conspiring against its biggest partner. On and on and on and on. An Ohio State loss, a football season is not complete without it. Football is just better when Ohio State is bad, which <laughs> well, like, never happens. It's, I, I, can I can I fine point this for you, Jason? I think Ohio please, St- please write that column at the start of the season when, when all of the when all of the Notre Dame and USC columns are coming out. Yeah, Ohio State. It's I think college football is better when Ohio State is really really good but not great. Right when Ohio State number five forever in the new era also number five forever <laughs> just a great place to be and also kind of hell yeah they hate it they hate it <laughs> it's it's the absolute best and they do not handle it well ever ever like and, and you know what i don't ever want a fan base who handles losses well it's not entertaining hello yeah. who does um you know what i'm, I'm i can't believe i'm gonna say this probably because they've gotten used to it notre dame they're like i don't get people in my mentions or i don't get people like they just they've seemed to they seem to i don't but maybe that's me because they know not to i think they expect it and also they have they, they being like they're bad fans because they do have good fans their bad fans have sort of set up this well if we lose it's because we are better people 
Yeah. We haven't <laughs> we haven't stooped to their level. Which is big tell, ten. Tell that all you want. Which we, is big ten as hell, and that should hurt a carry, little bit. We carry the blameless veil of Catholicism. Yeah, that's that's around that's us very like blanky. It's very public school of you, Notre Dame. Yeah, mm. that's. <laughs> Notre Dame is also <clears throat> in a weird spot where like most of their big ticket rivalries or like re- recurring rivalries have lost a lot of like Stanford Notre Dame is not a thing anybody has cared about in a while. USC Notre Dame has lost a lot of what it used to be. Like we've had maybe a couple good ones recently, but USC had has had such a down uh track for a long time. Uh Notre Dame, you know, Boston College is technically a thing, but like no they, they tried to make the Navy rivalry. They tried to yeah. give that some juice for a few years yeah. there by losing to Navy several yeah. times. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Those, are, you know, thank you for your service, Notre Dame. That was really nice. What it is, in a weird way, is Notre Dame has become what it has tried to avoid fully embracing, and that's an ACC team, mm-hmm. where it's just sort of like, yep, sometimes you lose, and it's not that funny or calamitous when you do. Like that's Notre Dame is like. Uh, supercharged NC State at this point. Yeah, like, oh, look, they're playing Virginia Tech for the fourth time this year. Somehow. Right, right, right. And they beat them th- three times and lost once. Notre, Notre Dame's Maserati. That's a Dodge. That's a Dodge. There's a different badge on it, but that's still a Dodge. <laughs> <laughs> Which is fine. Dodge. It's, it's, yeah, <laughs> it's a it's, it, Yeah, if you just take the parts away, that's, that's, that's still a Dodge. You just pay it more for it. So are we saying it is less fun to hate Notre Dame than it used to be? Because I certainly think that. Like, it, it, yeah. it, I, I real, I, I've talked about it on here. I realized when Brian Kelly left, I, I just hated Brian Kelly. I don't give a shit yeah. about Notre Dame. Like, Notre Dame has, hasn't been a bully in the entire time I have watched college football. Yeah, Marcus Freeman has not made it easy to continue. No. And, you know, you could get personally biased, too, because now I have a number of friends who went to Notre Dame, and you're like... I don't. I don't really want to make you too sad. I want to make you like this sad, but I don't well, really want you like big sad. You I also a small grudge against them forever for the, for their ushers, but nothing. Yeah, no, that's more goofy than anything. Like, part of it is like why the Celtics losing in the way that they did is <laughs> emotionally satisfying in an unhealthy way, <sighs> is because like. The Celtics. Oh, no, it's, it's incredibly healthy, man. My teeth are whiter. <laughs> My hair is shinier. My um, nails are strong. The Celtics, despite only having the one title in this run, like they've been to the finals a bunch. They have, like, they are a good team. They are a team that at the start of next year, people are going to be like, yep, like some people will pick them to win the East or they'll at least be, you know, one of the top. They'll be one of three teams that people are like, yeah, these, these are who you should watch for in the East. And the longer you go without being powerful in that way, the less satisfying, like, because what you're talking about is expectation meeting reality. And Notre Dame hasn't lost a game in a long time that fits that definition. Like, mostly it's like, okay, they lost a playoff game where everybody knew that they were pretty overmatched or... Like, they were the fourth seed in, and it was like, they deserve to be there, but they're not, like, at the same caliber. It has been a while. Like, I remember when Notre Dame lost to USF at home. That was some dark shit. Skip Holtz took his team from Tampa into his dad's old workplace and fucked them up. 
Do you like the closest one I can think of that probably meets this criteria, the most satisfying Notre Dame loss that I remember uh, chronologically is the NC State game played in the middle of a the, hurricane the where they, where they yeah. decided oh, the to throw the ball like high. 48 times or some shit. Mm-hmm. In a, like in that was one. funny be- because that was hubris on display. That was like, you think you're so smart and talented that you can ignore the weather. I've got something here. And I, I, it does, it's probably really hard to find at this point, but I had a Twitter thread at one point that was just a Saturday prompt that was, uh, please describe your favorite Notre Dame loss. Okay. And in the way that Notre Dame fandom, Cowboys fandom, you know, transcends regionality, appreciating their losses also appeared to be kind of universal mm-hmm. because everybody's got a favorite Notre mm-hmm. Dame loss. Mm-hmm. Even Notre Dame fans mm-hmm. had a favorite Notre Dame loss. It's one of my favorite, uh, one of my favorite afternoons on the internet in, in recorded history. I think jumping high on my list was last year when they lost to Marshall, a superior yeah, university. Say that's, yeah, we, we might need to redo. <laughs> they lost to Marshall last year. We might need to redo that. I've, I've always been yeah. particularly partial to Ram Vila coming across the line like a goddamn cruise missile. There, there is a lot about that Notre Dame start of the year that it's good that Notre Dame did that in the first month and not the last month. <laughs> Let's put it that way. It, it is narratively helpful for Marcus Freeman and the Notre Dame football program that it progress. Yeah. Cause almost lost to Cal is not some shit you want to do in November. I guess maybe the thing is like, I don't know if I've ever in my life, like actually interacted with a shitty Notre Dame fan other than like some idiot on the internet. They're on message boards. They're not even on yeah. Twitter that much. Like most Notre Dame fans on Twitter are, are mostly fine. Like, they I all, know they... They're all on their own message boards. Yeah. Yeah. Which is where they have a right to be. <laughs> you know, you're like, you're like, you're a fucking moron. You're like, yeah, but I'm on fucking moron.net. <laughs> <laughs> it says they're right. The title. <laughs> Rock's favorite idiot.com. That's where I'm at. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. you know, like you're not Wait, in my what, yard. What you're you in your own say, stupid Holly? yard. You're Holly cut town. herself off, and now I really yes, want to know. Yes, she did. Like, <laughs> yeah? Nope. Sorry, <laughs> right, go ahead. No. Okay. <laughs> okay. Can we commit a felony? You say there. Uh, I think there is also a subcategory of teams where it's funny to watch them lose because they'll do it in a predictable way. And by that, I mean Penn State. Like, I'm not (laughs) – I don't necessarily need Penn State to lose because I don't – like, Penn State's had it too good for too long or some shit. It's It's more like I know what that will look like and I know what the reaction will be as You know it'll be 17 to 15. Yes. It's the same reason Home Alone is satisfying, because I'm like, oh, these fucking adults can't fucking mm-hmm. figure out what to do. Here comes a paint can. Here comes a paint can. <laughs> Why'd the offense call paint can? <laughs> Knowing good and well, they would be struck with a paint can. <laughs> I actually do think Penn State has it too good. <laughs> this is the haters episode. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> That's, That's fair. fair. That's How fair. can anyone in the Big Team yeah. East have it too good, though? Because, like, the minute any one of those three, and sometimes four, gets a, an inch above the edge of the bucket, <laughs> they will lose. Yeah. The, old guy with the, sh- oh, the old guy with Stay the down. shovel shows up. It's too yeah. much. Stay down. Yeah. Yeah. That's- yeah. The old that's the Michigan Ohio State is the old guy with the shovel from Home Alone because um, at the end of the day, no matter 
who's managed to get a hold of whom, he's going to come along and knock them out. That's and he's for estranged State. from his family. You remember yes. that time Penn State won a Big Ten championship? Huh. That's the thing yeah, that happened. That didn't happen. It just yeah. didn't fucking matter. I don't, remember, I don't remember that. <laughs> they said, uh, we like my uh, opinion. this yeah. other team instead. Uh, Washington, we choose. <laughs> that seems far-fetched. <laughs> we, we choose uh, not paint can. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, we choose. The, the, yeah, that's when Penn State fans, I, I think I'm unfairly biased them because of the ones that I interact with most. I know that. Oh, they're gr- the ones we know are great. Right. Yeah. But, you know, that's generally, like, you're going to self-select those. It's not like, yeah, I know this guy for years, and I hate him, and I continue to hang out with him, you know? Um, Treb Law, my personal accountant. My, <laughs> my confidant and personal advisor, Ben Treblaw Gazzara. That's, that's my guy. Um, but, like, fan base-wise, whenever I, – I, the variety of hating specific to Penn State for me is this, is that I, the way James Franklin fails is funny. Yes, James, yes, the way yes. James Franklin fails yes. is absolutely hilarious. It is he is in many respects a seven-year-old who has been given the keys to a car, understands that the road is where the wheels are supposed to go, and everything else is negotiable. That's him mm-hmm. at the end of the game. That's him in terms of the way his teams play. Um, he does way better than you think the seven-year-old would do, which is generally true, right? Like you see stories like seven-year-old drives on highway, and you're like, well, he got on the highway. <laughs> That's he's amazing. Sig- and also, everything. great recruiter, so he got in the car in the first place. Yep. Everything else after that, right? You're like, the seven-year-old got a Ferrari. Let's see where it goes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, let's start this up, by the way. It's going to be even funnier this year because I don't know if you've been following one of the boomlets in preseason discussion is, yeah, Penn State's got a pretty impressive roster. <laughs> oh, yeah. They do. Yeah. Oh, they yeah. do. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, they sh- they should win almost every game. So <coughs> this they is won't. a <laughs> this is a really good year for inevitable disrespect to be a theme for one of the Big Tenies. This teams. is like a, a haters almanac hundred year storm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, because like Michigan, Ohio State, and Penn State all have like good cases to make for we're really good, and this could be our year. And that can only be true for one of them. That's how this year works. That's how every year works in the Big Ten East. <laughs> You're going to get kneecapped, dude. That's your neighborhood. Yep. And then Minnesota strolls along, wins the West. <laughs> Fuck you. Life's better over here, you idiots. God, I hope that happens. <laughs> that Minnesota, with everyone exactly at 3.5 stars, right? Like three, everybody, <laughs> like your Minnesota, the most mid roster of all time. And by in terms of the midpoint of potential talent, let's just put them all at like two and a half to three stars somewhere in there. And they come along and win the Big Ten. That P- would be the funniest thing. PJ Flex going to show up to the season missing an ear and insist that it's always been like that. Why are you asking questions? <laughs> what? what? This is, um, I had a bungee cord rip my ear off. <laughs> Or like, what if it the, was for uh, charity? He sold his ears for charity. <laughs> yeah, I did it for a well-known charity called Ears for Tots. You haven't heard of it? Van Gogh started it. Maybe you've heard of it. Yeah, Van Gogh the boat. So what if you have the <laughs> Big Ten East's top three yeah. while they're pummeling each other? Here comes Wisconsin with its new race car offense. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> Sprint away with the title. Yep. <laughs> the Wisconsin. I will I laugh if wait. they get up there. Wisconsin wants points. 
It's crazy. I cannot wait. It's going to be so fucking if, if weird. If they're winded in the second quarter, I'm going to laugh Wisconsin's so going to attempt offense. I can't wait to see it. We've been doing nothing but conditioning, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so full of cheese. Um, I wanted to also address, uh, in terms of like teams that are very, very fun to hate, situational matters, I think, more than anything else, many kind of absolutes. Texas A&M right now, I you have to fine grain it. It's very funny. Like the entire dynamic of money plus Jimbo equals this is so goddamn funny. It is never, never unfunny. It's tricky because I don't find personally that individual Texas A&M losses are satisfying. It is the aggregate. It's aggregate. It is is the dissolution (laughs) of the season that is satisfying. It is, it is watching uh, it is watching somebody fall down the stairs into a bucket of dirty water, tumble down the hill. Like, it's the whole thing. It's not it's having another the- tab open with the oil and gas prices in it. Right. Because, like, I can only remember three A&M games from last year, and one of them they won, the Arkansas game. But yeah. other than that, it's just Miami and App State. And they played Florida, and I know Florida won, and I, just, I don't remember shit about it. They are a delight because... I think they're very relatable because in week one, much like the first week of your year, they're like, I got goals. I got things to happen. Right, right. And they're like, suffered a big L in week three. Okay, we're going to regroup. We'll, we'll get this. We'll get, we'll get to the champion. We'll get to the conference championship. All our goals are still on the table. So all our goals are still. And then yeah. gradually, one by one, all of the goals <laughs> fall off the table. And it's like, well, they get smaller. They get smaller. All right, we're at a Bye. different table. <laughs> it's, like, it's like when you've completely fucked a day and at 3 p.m. you're like, I'm going to get pants on. I'm going to get pants. That's where AM is. AM is always like, okay, we're going to, I'm going to cook dinner. I'm going to cook dinner. Right, and right. 8 p.m. rolls around Auburn and you're I like, my pants. Oh, yeah, I lost to Auburn and now DoorDash is open. We're just going to just get Mexican again. God damn. <laughs> Beat LSU. <laughs> we, had, we had Mexican food. We beat LSU. Yeah. That's it. That's what are you doing? I'm playing Zelda. I'm eating Mexican food. <laughs> yeah, so the, day, the day ended with Sopa P.S., which is. Yeah, exactly. You I somehow some, fucked around and beat LSU. Got some churros, baby. That's all that matters. I, and I love that. Like, I find, like I'm going to laugh at it, especially Jimbo, because, I don't know, feel safe. You can laugh at the guy who's making $75 million guaranteed. Yes. That's why he gets the That's why he pay. you know, like, you can make fun of him all you want, and he's still like, I got nine ranches. Like, that's, you can't get away from that. You, you can also, like, <sighs> there's nothing funnier than somebody who's very unhappy about the thing that's happening, but also won't do anything about it. Like, it's if you saw somebody driving down the road with their emergency brake on, just smoke pouring out of their head, you were like, "Hey!" And they were so mad, and you were like, "Hey, oh, release the emergency!" No, god damn it! This is my car. You know what? I bet will make this slightly less tragic comic. The addition of Bobby Petrino as the mm-hmm. first offensive coordinator Jimbo Fisher's ever really had to like trust. It's gonna be fine. It's gonna be good. Yeah. It's going to be really – I love the description of Bobby Trino as like – That's what everyone says about him. Everyone says, mm-hmm. now you got to say, he's a brilliant offensive mind, but – and I'm like, tell me when his last good offense was at the FBS level. It's been a few years. Mm. Like, I'm not like, at the he got to hand it to him point. We have second run of data I'm at Louisville. At, yeah. 
I, 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 yeah, we we saw we saw recently. He left Power there, Conference level. We all like, remember. I, it, he's got to reprove himself, in my opinion, before I'm gonna say, well, he fucking sucks, but he's good at his job, because he hasn't been for a while. I would be granted. Would be, Missouri State was awesome. I would be very good at my job if I had Lamar Jackson at quarterback. Sure, we've seen this. There, this is until Ed Oliver showed up. Yes, until Ed, until Ed Oliver. That usually happened in college. To be fair, which mm-hmm. everything was fine, and then Ed Oliver and showed up. And then Ed Oliver showed up. Yeah. So that's like, if you want to know the specific, like, okay, what do you enjoy watching about, you know, like, where's the good like hater meat there? You're like, oh, all of it is on the bone, and it is all centered around the fact that there is so much money going into such a mediocre yes. product. That for me is the entire comedy of A&M. Everyone told you this was a bad investment. And yeah. you just wanted to, you wanted nothing more than to say you spent more money on football than Texas did. Yeah. Everyone told you not to do that. And you did. <laughs> and it sucks. <laughs> so you'll notice, you'll notice Texas spends a lot of money and they suck. <laughs> right. <laughs> Therefore, if we double down on what our total non-rivals suck at, <laughs> I think there's something beautiful about that. I think there's something beautiful about looking at Texas and being like, the problem is they're cheap. Just yeah, just Texas. those broke motherfuckers don't like football enough. They don't care enough that they're bad. Mm-hmm. We have been doing the wrong thing. We'll do the wrong thing harder. No, it's 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 Xerxes rolling up to Sparta and being like, "Why are y'all eating broth?" Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, Arkansas is paying their coaching staff in like pork sandwiches. <laughs> and we and love them. Like it. We love them. We just think they're great. These sandwiches Did are I... good as hell. <laughs> and that's a program with some Yahoo tendencies. If you want to know, like, Arkansas could be right there if they were like, if they just, if Jerry. Speaking of coaches that we need to prove aren't shit. Yeah. Um, Jerry could just, you know, Yahoo out and he could just be like, hey, you know what we need to do is spend more money. That could happen. Mm-hmm. They, they have, you know, they have that conversation, and Jerry's like, "Just as soon as we win one super, one more Super Bowl, you guys just wait. <laughs> oh, We're damn. so close." Oh. And, Ar- and Arkansas, I'm gonna get you braces just as soon as Sister Girl makes the magic. <laughs> Arkansas's oh. athletic department is like, "God fucking damn it, We're gonna, oh Jesus. What if we just start with? You know, I mean, obviously, we believe you'll win another Super Bowl. Yeah, 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 yeah. But what yeah. if we start with like a small investment when you win? A playoff game. A division game. A divisional game, maybe. Would that be cool? Oh, listen, I'm telling you, they're straight on to Jerry and the Will. They're like, listen. <laughs> He's like, when the Cowboys win one, I'm really going to start writing the big checks. And they're like, you thought about bequeathing? You thought about, <laughs> you know, the tax benefits of this for you and your family? I wonder if Jerry Jones is aware that he'll die, though. Hmm. Like, does he believe in it? Does Jerry Jones Do have a will? It? I'm going to have to ask Don. Can you I'm convince to- Jerry? I. I'm I don't mean to tell ask him. Don I just mean out of this. get one him to th- admit that it'll likely happen. One of two things oh, yeah. will happen. Jerry Jones will have his consciousness uploaded to a sex robot. Or a sex robot. Jerry He can fuck. Or Jerry Jones will die penniless, having invested all of his money into sex robot consciousness uploading. <laughs> Dot biz. <laughs> Jerry Jones's own sex robot. That why does this look like Tony Romo? Never mind. <laughs> now I fuck me. <laughs> Finally found a partner who's my true equal. Me. God damn, you look rich. <laughs> Except you're not, because it took all my money to create you. Take no, him. that's he's he's rich in assets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's an yeah. asset. Yeah, yeah. 
I'm taking my sex robot to Tao. We're going to have a great night out on the town. (laughs) I think in terms of... I don't... In FBS, I don't think there are any teams I hate except Liberty. Uh, And in the rest of Division 1, I don't think there are any teams I hate except the Ivy League. Academic equals all their schools I've just named. Um, But in terms of schools, I like it when they lose. The current iteration of Iowa... I... (laughs) Yeah. I love so many Iowa fans. I have family in Iowa, but it is awesome when your team plays perfect defense and loses. It's just great. It's so I watch futile. that shit every it's, Saturday. It's so futile. It just feels so hopeless because it's they're so like, yeah, peaceful. We- Once you resign yourself to it, it's like <laughs> I you enter perfect stasis. You sort of just count the minutes until you enter the situation in which the punt will land at the one. The other defense will punt to midfield. The punt will land at the one. And it's this it's and you just black out, look up, the game is over. It was awesome. They lost. They they put up 8 yards. <laughs> it's great. I don't some hate guy, them though. Some guy named Chad had 3 sacks, you know? Like that's that's an Iowa football game. But I love I I I love like I I think you talk about I think I agree. Like I don't know if I hate a team like unilaterally i don't know if i hate a team situations where i enjoy watching teams lose though multiple many and like and they constantly change based on the context and they constantly change based on circumstance i love watching this i love watching this iowa team lose because i know their fans are like we just need to score one more time We need to get the defense back out there so we, we can score. It's not like it's not like yeah, man. We need like eight three pointers and we're back into this. They're like, we need a free throw and we can't hit the backboard. We need to dribble past midfield and it's part of the design. It's supposed to be that way. It's like it's like honestly, every Iowa team is like a video game that got released six months too early that they eventually have to come out and be like, Blizzard Studios is very sorry about the quality of this, but we're going to get some patches. And they no, never do. They just the drop November, the next one. The November patch, yeah. yeah. Kirk and the devs just need more time, but there's one due in eight months. They're going to do all this shit over again. I love that they're bringing in a lot of talent, and there's reason to believe the offense will like pretty radically improve, and it might finish like 80th. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Radical improvement would be scoring three more points. They're they're like, well, they were in like eight one-score games. They're always in eight one-score games. Every game is a one-score game. Every game is a one-score game. And they didn't get the score. You designed this entire system where nothing's supposed to fucking happen. Well, defense is happening. No, it's not. Lots of it. Yeah. There's tons of defense out there, but you can't win. Ga- you can't win games past a certain threshold with it. It's beautiful. It's all designed to just get Kirk Ferentz paychecks. That's all it's designed to do. But, uh, but maybe not the uh, other Ferentz because the other Ferentz is currently totally unsupervised, <laughs> as, uh, as his actual quote-unquote boss, uh, Gary Barta, is uh, is leaving. So something. So I guess what that means is. Something, uh, something might happen at Iowa, Probably which not. is uh, foreboding. Things happening at Iowa. I, I, I feel like you and I, Spencer, are too close to this. But I suspect it's very funny when Florida loses. It's very funny. No, it's it's 
it's fucking hilarious when Florida loses. Especially because we've put up some like we've put up some really like we've made some good comedy over the past like 15 years. Yeah, this must be a fucking laugh riot over the last like 10 years. The LSU series alone is a Looney Tunes <laughs> series. Mm-hmm. Sure. Right? Yep. Sometimes in the other direction, but most often at our expense. The one the funniest part when Florida loses and uh their bowl game was a great example of this. There's an internal fight that happens. And this happened when Florida lost to Oregon State. <clears throat> where if Florida's losing and getting shut out, that's the important part. An internal debate erupts amongst Florida fans, which is should you down four touchdowns, should you kick a field goal to uh, extend Florida's extremely dumbass score, never been, sh- haven't been shut out in like 400 games or the most consistent offense in all of football. A streak that we should remind you, listener, is only intact because Florida scored two points against Florida <laughs> State in like 2014 or 2015 mm-hmm. or some shit. Count them. So you get this debate where it's like, should we? nakedly attempt a field goal that does not get, actually put us back in the game. It is just to save face about this dumb thing that only we care about. Or should we try to be good at football again, even though we haven't done that all game? And that's pretty delightful. I do enjoy when you get to watch that sort of bubble up. Just yeah. be consistent. Also, some real proudly delusional fans who really overestimate the uh the anticipated landing point for every single team that goes out every year like hey we're florida we're not supposed to lose those <clears throat> and yet <laughs> i don't and, think and yet. i don't think florida fans register as more delusional than anybody else really i think i think this is one where you perhaps you take I, too close i think Maybe. the state i think the state as a group does i don't think florida fans stand out amongst their state peers in that regard I, the, the one truly special thing to me um, about this situation is indeed um, Big Three Twitter. That is yes, <laughs> yes. It is the one like rivalry internet thing that's actually special. Like everyone thinks their rivalry is is like superheated. It's not. You need to look up what's happening when two of the three Big Three schools are losing. Look at that shit on a Saturday. And, and, <laughs> And learn something. Especially <laughs> if the third is on a bye. That's the best. <laughs> oh, yes. yeah. Is they're invincible. Or if they've already won, right? Like Miami beat yeah. NC State at noon. On Thursday or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Thursday night. Right. Yeah. right. Yeah. In, in like 1710. They're in the clubhouse. Yeah. <laughs> it is surreal. Hater-ass golf shit is... <laughs> It absolutely is. You're just you're just sitting in the clubhouse with a cold beverage, mm-hmm. watching Florida State cough up a lead to wake. Yeah, yeah. Watching in terms watching of in terms of like uniquely special hater shit, that is the one. Like, I, like everyone. Th- I, I know I just said this, but seriously, everyone thinks like our rivalry so special, so heated, so tough. I'm sure it is. It's second at best. What what it really is is that we we need to get back to the place where and there are several schools that did this, but we need to get to a, uh, back to the place in like I don't know the fifties and shit where a team would come out and they they'd look at themselves and say at the start of the season we're not going to win the national championship we are not that good, but we are going to play our rival on Thanksgiving, 
And we are putting everything into that. Like, we God, don't Georgia care. Georgia Tech used to be great for this. Georgia mm-hmm. Tech used to be great for this. I feel like Auburn did this at one point. There's a Pac-12. Auburn still does this inadvertently. It's just that sometimes they do it to Auburn. True. Uh, I think there's a Pac-12 school. Maybe Oregon State did this at one point or one of the Washington schools. I don't remember exactly. But, like, I, I think we need – Fuck bowl eligibility. Fuck, like, having good se- – no. Just, like, go out and say if, – if you are Georgia Tech this year, just say, like, our only goal is to beat Georgia. That's the only thing we're trying to do. <laughs> we don't care about losing to Virginia and – do like, who who the fuck cares? Maybe all we want to do lower. is get – all we want to do is get to Thanksgiving and beat Georgia. Maybe aim a little lower, just this once. <laughs> I'm not saying it will work, but I'm saying sure. it's at least more interesting. Yeah, like, if ACC Media Days, Georgia Tech's contingent showed up and said, like, yeah, we don't give a fuck about the conference schedule <laughs> this year. We just want to make Georgia look as bad as possible. We just, want to, we just want Georgia to be unhappy at halftime. That's it. That's good. Yeah. That's all we care about. Yeah. yeah. Or good. if you just did something like you signed 30 semi-pro players to unverified scholarships yeah. two weeks prior to the game. Yes. And then oh, no, it out. got vacated three years later. Who fucking cares? Yeah, who fucking cares? Yeah. <laughs> Kept George out of the playoff. Yeah. Yeah. The, our group our group of 28-year-old men, uh, all of whom have side jobs and CFL experience. <laughs> yeah, no fucking shit. These guys don't know calculus. Is that, Doug, Flute? Shit. Is that Doug Flutie out there? Yeah, man. He's fucking <laughs> slinging it. Yeah, he's on the uh, test. Chad Kelly? <laughs> Chad Kelly's like, I'm back, bitch. I did it. The giant killer in the house. (laughs) (laughs) Again, this will happen. We just said it. It's going to happen. Yep. 